Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the first million podcast. Back to my bed. I'm loving it here. I've been saying it a million times and I'll say it again. I think this is so cozy, so fun and just like casual. That's my vibe with podcasts. I'm like noticing that the podcast I gravitate towards very casual. So I'm living for it. Today, I have a very fun episode for you. I'm going to be sharing my craziest digital nomad stories, and I already know that I'm going to have to do a part two to this episode because the ones I wrote down, I already know there are more. So I'm going to kind of like dive into these and try to take notes as I go as far as like the ones I'm forgetting because I've genuinely had like some of the craziest things happen (laughs) To me, not like bad things, more so just like funny work-related stories. I take that back. They're not the craziest things. I'm very lucky in that I haven't had like any like such so insane like travel things happen to me. Um, But like, isn't it kind of crazy to travel for months on end out of the country working the entire time? I think so. So I wanted to just like start off by saying for any of y'all that are new here. um, So I've been self-employed for like five years now. I have always wanted to travel. That's always been my thing. And one of my big motivators for being self-employed was that I knew like, okay, no employer is going to let me travel as much as I want to. So I kind of knew I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to figure something out because there's no way I'm gonna have the freedom that I want to have. Not just in like my day to day. Y'all know I like to do whatever I want every day. That's my thing. But not only that, like no one's gonna let me just like bounce out for three months on end and this was also like pre-covid when I was making these decisions and thinking about careers and especially at that point there wasn't going to be any like oh yeah just you know take your laptop and go wherever you please so I a big motivator for me wanting to like work for myself and work fully remotely was this whole idea of being you know a, a true like digital nomad um so I would say that in the course or over the course of my time of being self-employed I think we calculated that I've spent about like a total of 12 months in Europe over the course of like uh, multiple like three two to three month long trips which has been really amazing really really like such a blessing and then additionally I've also done a lot of traveling like in the U.S. like just most recently last year we did like five weeks in Maine, which was the dream we are. I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but we're actually about to go to Salt Lake City for three months, which is so exciting. And then I think we're going to try out New York. Just lots of fun things. I I also don't just do extended trips. Like I'll travel and go somewhere for like the weekend or the week or two weeks. Like I do a ton of work like from the beach and friends' houses and things like that. My pillow over here is about to knock my iced coffee over in my super trendy Turvis tumbler. <laughs> Everyone has these, right? Everyone's like dad has these Turvis tumblers with like the college patch in them. These are ours from Auburn, um, which is where Corey and I both went to school, if you didn't know that. So um, let's just get it right into it because I'm like <laughs> looking at my notes and I'm laughing. Okay. 
So my first like crazy story, which none of, like I said, none of these are actually like that mind blowing, but you know, here we go. My first kind of crazy story of just digital nomad travel was that the first trip that we did right after college. This is when I was like at my brokest. This was when I was just surviving on like money that I was making from, or money, not money that I was making, money that I had saved from the first iteration of Emily Woods Wellness, which was being a private yoga instructor. I was starting to post on YouTube. Those videos are not on my current YouTube channel. They're on a different channel. Um, I was like, I had gotten certified as a health coach and I was like just putting together the baseline of that business. So I was like working on building things up, but I didn't have a ton of like active client work that I was doing. So Anyways, it was crazy because we traveled in like the heat of the summer. We actually, we got engaged in Greece. It was so, so beautiful. It was so amazing. Um, but it was extremely freaking hot and we stayed in hostels, like group hostels. I remember, um, and I had done this in high school some, but this was like post-college. I remember staying in a room on like the third or fourth floor of a big hostel in, I think Vienna is where we were. And I was sharing a room with obviously Corey and like five other guys who were random strangers from all over the world, but they were like disgusting. It was so gross. I was like up all night, like hearing so many just like bodily noises. It was so hot. You couldn't open the windows. It was crazy. And all we had was our backpack. So I had like a beat up old MacBook Air that I'd gotten before I even started college that I toted around in my backpacking backpack all through Greece, all through Eastern Europe. Then we were in Germany. Then I was in London. I went to London by myself. Corey went home. I was like, I don't have a job yet. I'm not going home. It was crazy. So that was like just the first introduction to this was us. Just like literally, I don't think I stopped just sweating for like two to three straight months. It was just hot. If you've been to Europe in the summer, you know the heat gets worse every year and there is no AC. And it was just like the tightest quarters, like kind of trying to work on like hostile Wi-Fi. That was really like the bottom. I felt like I was living in the lap of luxury by the time my business got off the ground and I left the country the next time. Um, I mean, I was in like airports on that trip that were so full of people like in Greece and that were so packed and hot like you felt like you couldn't breathe we would ride buses because we couldn't afford to fly we would ride buses like eight hours plus like all day from you know one country to the other and I'd be sitting like in between like these guys that I didn't know because we wouldn't even pay extra to pre-reserve our seats just so gross sweating on me like oh my god I even thinking back on it I'm like how how the hell did I do that y'all I've become so cushioned in my old age like I'm like in my beautiful house in my princess bedroom <laughs> like literal crystal chandelier hanging down from the ceiling I don't know I'm something happened to me okay but it formed me into who I am you know it's like I wouldn't be here without that girl who endured just the, the pits of travel fatigue and the elements okay one other funny story this is kind of getting out of order of our different trips but we the the theme of our trips is like we will go over to Europe and we'll be anywhere from like six to eight hours um, ahead in Europe. So, you know, if it's 6 p.m. there, it's only 1 p.m. here, like that type of thing. And if you have friends in Europe, like, you know that that it's hard to connect with people because of that. But what we'll do is we'll like work on central time because Corey has like a normal job, a normal nine to five job. And so we'll just stay on our normal nine to five schedule on central time but we'll be in europe so we won't start work sometimes till 
like pretty late in the day, two, three in the afternoon or even later, depending on how things line up with daylight savings time and what country we're in. So that's been crazy. So like a crazy story in and of itself is just that we stay up so, so late. And I will come back to that in a second. But we also end up like, especially in the beginning when we didn't have so much money to play around with, we would rent like really small spaces and we would think oh it'll be fine like as long as there's like a kitchen table to work out we'll be good well for like months we weren't thinking of the fact that we both have to be on the phone like I take a lot of client calls I have to record stuff I'm filming I wasn't as good as batch creation back then so I'd bring like my camera stuff and literally we wouldn't even have two rooms like we would be in an Airbnb that was all connected bedroom to table everything so like you know if Corey was up working till one two in the morning and I didn't have to work that late because I work a different type of schedule I was up because I could hear everything especially him typing on his noisy ass keyboard so we've also gotten into many situations where I was like I have to take a call like this is important this is a sales call or this is a like high level client call like I need to speak and like you and he'll be like, yeah, and I have, you know, whatever important meeting or training or demo that he has. Like, well, what do we do? So this one time we were in Spain. Where were we in Spain? We were in we were in the Basque country somewhere. I don't remember the name of it. Anyways, we were somewhere in Spain not one of the big cities. And we rent this beautiful like waterfront Airbnb, but it's like tiny. It's like T90, so little. Literally, I had, I think like 15 client calls that week. I used to run these big ass group programs. Also, sorry about my like potty mouth. I feel like I keep saying a lot of bad words today more than usual. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just tired. It's a Thursday. I mean, I'm exhausted, you know? Um, anyways, I, I, I used to run these big group calls, um, group, group programs. And I would, I've since really scaled that back and increased quality. And there's been a whole thing, but this was literally like three or four years ago. And I was just doing whatever I could to stay afloat basically. And I had one-on-one calls with all of those women. And I took that very seriously. I, those women got great results. Um, I just put myself through the ringer to make it happen. So I'm like on the phone for hours this week and Corey just so happens to have like these long trainings he'll have to do for his work sometimes. Um, He's really good at his job and so they'll put him on these trainings. Anyways, literally he in the only door we could close in our apartment was the bathroom door. So we had to move like the nightstand into the bathroom. Corey was literally sitting on the closed toilet seat with his laptop on the nightstand doing this training and I was at the kitchen table and we could kind of hear each other through the door but also the wi-fi wasn't good enough so he had to get next to an exterior wall to get wi-fi from like the next airbnb over I don't even know how we did that and I was at the table and it was truly so stressful it was so tight then imagine this what do you do when you have to pee and your husband's doing like a high level work training and he's sitting on the toilet doing it it wasn't actually you know it was used using it as a chair like the seat was closed so like literally I'd have to like really softly open the door like signal to him he'd have to turn his camera off he'd have to do a whole thing so I could go in I could pee it was crazy um would not recommend and ever since then we have very very strict criteria for Airbnbs that we book which leads me to my next point which is my next story 
which has to do with Wi-Fi, another thing that we're very particular about now when we travel. So our like second ever trip to Europe, we're like real or not ever, but our second like work trip to Europe. We're really working. Like I have a serious business going at this point, like a lot of money riding on things, a lot of pressure, just like really trying to prove myself and make it work. Um, but we still hadn't fully figured our standards out, hence my last story. So everywhere we go, we had this very unfortunate theme that the Wi-Fi was terrible. Now, granted, we were in more of like Eastern European countries. And I found that like the, not that the infrastructure there is bad. Those are like our favorite countries to visit. It's just a little bit less predictable with like high speed internet we have found. So, so many places that we stayed, we had so many Wi-Fi issues. But this one place in particular, we were in Greece and it was, I remember it was the night before my 25th birthday, I think is my 25th birthday. We are in this Airbnb. I have to host a group call. I have a bunch of one-on-one calls and the Wi-Fi is horrendous. And the only place it's good is not in our room. It's not in the hallway. It's not in the common area. It is literally on the roof. I don't know why it was like the router or something must have been in a room right below. We're still not sure to this day, but Corey and I sat outside on the roof. Thank God it wasn't raining. Literally, on this rooftop working till like three in the morning taking these calls trying to just survive on this wi-fi and then at one point Corey had to take a call and i had to move somewhere else because i had to also take a call all i know is that i got yelled at this woman it wasn't even late night at this point yet but this woman came out and was like yelling at me in greek and i am like on the verge of tears i'm just trying to make it work of course i don't want to disturb anyone but i was like i'm this is insane. And so the stress, I think that took years off my life. Like the stress of trying to figure out how to work when you literally are like doing your speed test, walking into the apartment and it's like two, five megabits per second. It's horrible. So now we check specifically with each of our hosts about the speed of their Wi-Fi. We read every review about Wi-Fi and workspace. We've got it down to a science now, but we used to not. A kind of similar story, but one time I ended up getting, we had just gotten to Lisbon, Portugal. I was there for the second time in like two months. That was a crazy story um, that does not have to do with work, but I was in Portugal a lot one year, just coincidentally. And Corey and I arrived late night. We're like, if you've been to Lisbon, like it's so many hills. We're hiking up these cobblestone hills with our backpacks, like our one carry-on bag with all of our work stuff in it. We get to our place And it is like not what was described. We have had this issue very few times, luckily, but this was like a basement looking, not the vibe. It was clean enough. We just go to bed. I wake up in the morning and I somehow have a client call that is booked for like the morning time, my Europe time. I don't remember where that client was from, but it was like a whole thing where she had booked a sales call. And again, at the time, I maybe didn't have my booking set up in the correct way where I was preventing that from happening. That's very Loctite now, but maybe not at the time. So I wake up to like a notification that I have a call starting in like 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, go to the call. My connection is so terrible, which is a pet peeve of mine. I think that's very unprofessional. That is not my vibe anymore. Um, And it upset me so much at the time. I stumbled and fumbled my way through that sales call and I think I closed like a $6,000 extended mentorship sale on that call with the worst Wi-Fi. The call was dropping. I just like finessed my way around. I don't even know what I was doing. Um, It was crazy, but it was moments like that where I was like, there is no way to do this, but to just freaking do it. Like buck up 
and just do it. And so that is what I did. And this, there were so many instances like that, that really formed me into who I am today. Like kind of nothing can shake me truly because I've done that already, but I've done it in like the worst circumstances, like late at night in the heat, terrible Wi-Fi, no one to turn to. So it really, um, it really did toughen me up. What else? Um, these are all like digital nomad stories, but I know I was mentioning earlier how like we would work really, really late and that is very taxing on me as someone that like as much as I like to adventure all through the day and then I get to work, like if I have a full work day and for me, my work day doesn't end at five all the time. Like I will have like later into the evening calls, even at home because of my clients who also have a nine to five and then they're meeting with me after which is fine. That's what I was doing when I first started my business, but it's interesting in Europe for me. And there was a call that I took literally like four months ago in Copenhagen. The call didn't start till three in the morning, Copenhagen time. Now, don't let this scare you. You can definitely avoid that crazy of a schedule. Like if you want to travel and be in the digital nomad space, you absolutely can set up your schedule so that you are not working this type of like routine that I am. For me, it's always worked to just literally stay on the same time zone and just move it around the world because I like my days to adventure. and That's part of the freedom for me, but I could change it if I wanted to. But this was a kind of one time thing. It started so late and it was insane, like waiting and waiting for that call to start trying to stay awake throughout the night. That was so crazy. I didn't love that, um, but it was worth it because I got to do so much that day. and It was so fun. Um, last time we were in London working. We stayed in London for a month, like two years ago. I can't believe that was two years ago, but I love London so much. I have family there and we rented an Airbnb, like an apartment or flat, as they would say. We stayed there for a full month. It was the best time. My friends came over and visited. My sister came over. It was so freaking fun. But again, we rented this place that looked like bigger in pictures. And in the end, like it was like one main room and then the bedroom. And that'd be fine, except again, Corey and I are both trying to be on these calls and like fully work like both like big time jobs. So I would sit cross-legged on the bed in the bedroom because Corey has a bigger setup than me. I would go to the bedroom. I would sit cross-legged on the bed for hours and take calls. And like the way that my back and my hips aren't would never be the same. Like they're never the same. They're not the same today. Not literally, but I'm so serious that it was crazy sitting there and I would be taking these client calls trying to make it look professional and everything's the same the value is the same it's just kind of a white wall backdrop but I'm sitting cross-legged on this bed like my computer's on a pillow it's overheating y'all know computers don't do good sitting on the bed meanwhile my computer is absolutely suffocating on my down comforter right now but it was just such a thing um to be stuck in that bedroom and be like just no personal space because if I went out in the main area, Corey's there and he's working. It's just been such a journey. But all of this to like say and to to finish all this with saying that like I have had the most insane, unforgettable once in a lifetime experiences. I feel like I get to have once in a lifetime experiences so many times. I cannot tell you. It like makes me want to get emotional. I can't tell you the amount of stuff that I've been able to do in my life, the amount of countries I've been able to see, people I've been able to meet. I have beautiful friendships um, with people that live in other countries that I never would have been able to develop had I not started this business. I have family that I have relationships with that live out of, you know, overseas and I am able to have a beautiful relationship with them and 
Corey and I have shared so many beautiful memories that would just not have been a reality without, of course, remote work for him, but without starting my business and me really pushing and fighting for that freedom. So I know I have more stories I could share, but I wanted to just make this like a quick kind of fun, funny episode, like pull back the curtain a little bit on the not so perfect moments of being a digital nomad, but I have more that I could share. So let me know if y'all are interested in this type of like travel type content. I'd love to share more of that. Um, I think there's just like so, there's just so many things I could say. It's just, there's there's not enough time, time in the day, time in the episode, but thank y'all so much for listening. If you are a digital nomad too, I want to connect. Like, I want to know, I want you to message me on Instagram and tell me like where you've been, where your favorite places to go are. I think that's another episode I could do is like favorite places to be a digital nomad because I have so many that I don't feel like are talked about that often but get connected with me let me know in the comments if you are also a digital nomad or if you want to be where you want to travel if I've been there I'll tell you what I recommend I think that'd be so so fun so thank you guys so much for listening as always if you're watching on YouTube please subscribe it really supports my channel and it also will let you know even if you don't watch the podcast on YouTube it's still helpful to so oh my god even if you don't watch the podcasts on YouTube, it's still helpful to subscribe because I post an extended educational business training every Wednesday. So it'll notify you about that if you subscribe and turn your notifications on. But thank y'all again and again. I keep saying thank you. I just love this podcast. I love getting to talk to y'all in this way. And the feedback I get is so, so good. So y'all go out there, make some money online today. Go plan your next digital nomad trip. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye y'all.